Hello, I'm Howard. Welcome to the 9320 Round of 16 Review Podcast, the show that is wondering how to pass two whole days without football. Well, that oven needs cleaning. Hmm. I've uh, just cleaned my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's never been done. Uh, we're looking back at the round of 16 games and picking out the players who have stood out for us, the favourite teams perhaps, whatever takes our fancy, just with this gap. Yeah, it's time to reassess the World Cup. And to join me, you may have heard him in the background again, it is the one and only Asan. Good morning, Asan. How are you doing? Morning, Howard. I've uh, I've thrown my back out in the last 20 minutes cleaning my wardrobe. Which, See, you know, that's why you shouldn't clean. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, do you know what I mean? That was just like, um, um, I actually sat down on this chair and went, oh, Isan, you're getting old. Do you know what I mean? When, you, when you're trying to clean it, just trying to do something really simple, like empty your wardrobe and clean it, and you end up pulling a muscle in your back, it's, uh, it's a little much for me, if I'm honest. I've just uh, got a whole cupboard of like bags and cardboard and stuff. Thought, right, it's time to do the recycling, and I just poured it out onto the floor. But that's right by the front door. And for the first time in years, the postman's knocked, or postwoman, I should say, is knocked straight on my door. So I had to open the door, and all she'll have seen is just the floor <laughs> strewn with rubbish. <laughs> Probably thinks, oh, this is how he lives. <laughs> He's a hoarder. He's I one know. Of them. Yeah, hoarder, yeah, because you think I might need it to send stuff out. That's why I always keep cardboard in it. I had a whole room of it once. It was disgusting. So, anyway, don't do any more exercise. That's an order from me. So, deal. It's a deal. Let's talk football instead. Indeed. Yeah. Well, I found some football for today. <laughs> oh yeah. Crystal Palace versus Trabzonspor friendly at four p.m. Live and exclusive on Palace TV. Uh, well, I there have to you pay go. For it, but you know, if you're that desperate, that's the one for you. Of course. Uh, City women are playing Liverpool women at 7 o'clock as well. And Stockport County, Charlton Athletic, FA Cup replay. That's a biggie. I mean, there's better things to do, but, you know, if if you are desperate, uh, it should be a fun game. But, yeah, there's some stuff. Loads of football on, you see. Uh, Not sure about tomorrow, though. So, yes. Shall we look back at the round of 16, then? Indeed. Did you enjoy it? Was it a bit of an anti-climax for you after the quite excellent end to the group stage or have you actually enjoyed it being sudden death, so to speak? Um, yeah, in the main, I have really enjoyed uh, the knockouts. I mean, I like I like sudden death football a lot and I thought the games were... I mean, obviously, there were a few that were runaways, um, but there were a few that were, that were tight and there was a big shock in there as well, so... Um, yeah, in, I really did enjoy it. Although I have to, I have to jump right to uh, to my mea culpa. The 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 big uh, the big upset that I expected coming was Switzerland to beat Portugal, and that worked out really well. Um, well, we're doing chronological order, so that comes last. And to be honest, with their record, Switzerland, I thought, yeah, it was going to be a very tight game. Same. Same. So I was really surprised that it ended the way it did. But yeah, let's do it in let's do it in chronological order and run through these, Howard. Yeah, I, I could find one that you probably have very little to say about, uh, but I do have a a kind of uh, question related to that in a way. So I'm sure we'll find plenty to talk about across the eight games. We started seems like a lifetime ago uh, with Argentina two, Australia one. I don't know when that was. Was it... Did it start Friday or Saturday? Anyway, 
doesn't matter, does it? Your thoughts, did you watch this game and your thoughts on it? One thing that stands out to me, I mean, I've flip-flopped so much in Argentina, it's like, first game, of course, oh my God, they're terrible. They haven't lost for 36 games. It's like, what's going on? Then they recovered somewhat, and you're like, nah, the coach has got the right system now. Uh, they're looking better. And then I came out of this one thinking, well, kind of still feel the same, but it does feel like... I mean, it's a bit patronising, thinking that Julian Alvarez has come in and been excellent, of course, and that Di Maria will hopefully be fit for Friday. Argentina will be sweating on that. But it still does feel like there's an over-reliance on Lionel Messi for this team to progress. Is that how it's felt for you, or am I being harsh on the rest of the team? I think they really miss Di Maria. I definitely think they miss Di Maria. I think without him, <clears throat> there is a little bit of an over-reliance on, uh, on Messi. Uh, Argentina are the team who are the most, in a way, the most difficult for me to figure out what they are because mm. having Messi in the team basically means that they have a cheat code in the team, right? Um, which means that they're, as long as... As long as they're in touching distance, they can they can always nick it. But at the same time, they do. It does feel as though there's gaps in that. Oh, not gaps, but weaknesses. It does feel as though, for example, I think that defense can be got at. Really, I think that defense can be got at. Don't you dare diss <laughs> I mean, no, you, the, you re- you regular can. listeners, regular listeners, and there's a few of those will remember. Uh, Otamendi's last twelve months at the club were. Uh, were, yeah, I was not his biggest fan, let's put it that way. Yeah, it did tail off somewhat. But but yeah, it is a it is a, straight, a side hard to define, I guess, in a way. Uh, being reliant on Lionel Messi is no bad thing, in a way. If he's in the team, you are going to seek him out. And of course, even in the twilight of his career, he can do amazing things. He's been in good form leading up to this tournament as well, I think. So... I mean, he's fit, so is it really a bad thing to be relying on him? Ha- or does having someone like him in the team make it harder to define how far they can go in the competition? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I, I think that it's a little bit of a cliche, but I do feel as though Messi can win games single-handedly and he can win them in a minute or two. Um, and I feel as though the way that they set up, they're not really... They're not so gung-ho that you feel as though they're going to concede loads of goals. Mm. So it it makes it a... They're a tricky proposition, let's put it that way. That's probably the best way for for, for me to uh, to characterise it. Now, who do they play in the next round? Uh, Netherlands on Friday night. So. Yeah, see, I... the. Shall I make a... Shall I, shall I do predictions or should we do that at the end? Let's do it at the end. Fine, we'll do that at the end. Okay, so yeah, so so that's my that's. I mean, look, Alvarez has been great, and he obviously has announced himself um, as a top top player. If he hadn't already, he's definitely announced himself in these Argentinian cameos. And I think you know it can't be overlooked that Lautaro Martinez, who twelve months ago was considered probably along with Hall and one of the top strikers in in all of Europe, he can't get in the team because of Alvarez and and. And that speaks to a real quality that, that Alvarez must have. And, um, to be honest, the lack of quality uh, that, that he's shown himself in being yes. forced outside because he's not been on top form, has he? So are you surprised at all at Alvarez you know, getting into the team, becoming, I imagine he'll be you know starting on Friday as well, becoming a f- first-team pick? 
Um, not massively surprised, no. I mean, I think that uh, as good as Martinez is, um, I think Alvarez is different. I think that he, he he's a little bit more... Um, I think he's just as good running in behind as he is playing with his bats goal. Um, and he's got that Gabriel Jesus thing of that he'll run all day long and he'll press all day long. And I think that having Messi up in that forward line, you need somebody like that more or less to be doing some of the dirty work. Mm. Uh, so it's not a massive surprise. Uh, and yeah, as I say, he's been massively impressive. Yeah, I'm just looking at the... Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's uh, experience on the bench as well. But I say they are hard. They will be competitive, but without being one of the favourites is probably where I will put them. So... Yeah, and yeah, we'll do our predictions. That that looks like one that's hard to call because, and turns out this was a Saturday game. So when you're overloaded with football, I don't even know what day it is most of the time. Because next up is the the team they will face: Netherlands three, USA one. Uh, just quick point in Australia. I guess they'll be pleased. Yeah, before we move on to that second game, USA and Australia together. Pleased to get to this stage. I guess USA had higher intentions than Australia, perhaps. Australia happy to get to the knockout stage and almost pulled it back at the end of the Argentina match. So I guess there's some pride for them there in their tournament performance. USA perhaps more of a pass score to go out around 16? Yes, but, you know, I I don't think that... I think as, as, as good as the USA were um i think they're relatively inexperienced at at this level um or and the players certainly are and i think that they're building towards the next world cup which they host or they partially host um so i can't imagine that in the cold light of day they'll be massively disappointed at losing to holland for example mm. and the netherlands themselves <sighs> is are we seeing a pragmatic approach by Van Gaal? I know there's rumblings. It's not they're not playing the Dutch way in a way. Does that make sense? Uh, it is quite pragmatic, cautious football at times from the Netherlands, but it's kind of working. Van Gaal's, you know, got them into. Well, they've got a good chance now of getting to at least the semi-finals. So, mm. um, so I, I think that. For example, if you look at what we will talk about later, what happened to Spain, um, you see the limitations of uh, dominating the football and playing that kind of possession football without having real cutting edge at the top end of the pitch. And I wonder whether Van Gaal has looked at the collection of players that he's got, looked at their characteristics and decided, you know what, the best way to get these attackers that the best way to get the best out of these attackers um, is to play in transitions. And therefore that system is very, very solid defense. I mean, it's crazy how defensively solid they are. Van Dijk Ake and, and Timber and then Dumfries and who's the left wing back that they play. Anyway, whoever it is, they've just been phenomenal. They've been really, really, really excellent. Um, and then, you know, in transitions, you've got Depay, you've got Gakpo, um, Dumfries has had an incredible um, 
incredible tournament in terms of both his defensive work and also what he's brought in the attacking third. So, I mean, for all the criticism that Van Gaal has got, he's got it spot on so far. Mm. And I like them. I like the way they play. I think that there's... um, If you're going to play in that way, I think that you have to commit in moments to being aggressive in, in transitions and when you're attacking and to be brave... And they're both of those things. They so I mean, against against the USA, the thing that really struck me in that game is that I could feel that they were playing with the USA. And what I mean by that is they were almost kind of sucking them in, going, come on then, press us higher, press us higher, press us higher. And then eventually they sprang. And when they sprang, it was like there's the, the technical quality that, that those players have. Uh, it came to the fore and they made the goals look super easy. Do you think he's looking at history at all? <clears throat> because this is a team, of course, that are always the bridesmaids, especially in the World Cup. And he's thinking of a different way, Van Hal, to win a tournament, which means making sacrifices in a way on attractiveness or playing style. I think so. I think so. I think I think when you look when you look at the kind of the back five that he sets up with, obviously he is of the opinion that uh, by picking that that defense in that midfield is is incredibly solid that's the most important thing that you're not going to concede goals in volumes and hopefully you're not going to concede stupid goals the only question when you set up that way is whether you have enough going the other way and i think you know depay i mean he looks a great footballer what can i say um and Gakpo looks like he'll be a top signing wherever wherever he lands. Uh, and yeah, they just they've just looked really dangerous. Hopefully not United then. Yeah, he's going to end up in England. It will be uh, honestly, if you, if I was a betting man, I'd say it's nailed on to United in January. Hmm. What that soon? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. hope not. Yeah, because I think uh, Ten Hag wanted him, and Ronaldo out earlier. Now Ronaldo's gone. Maybe it frees up. It, well, it does free up the opportunity. So definitely, and I think I was quite surprised to read that a lot of the kind of informed Dutch media are saying that um, his club are absolutely ready to sell him in January for the right price. That they, that he would have gone in the summer. Uh, I think Jesse Marsh, the Leeds manager, said it was ninety nine percent done to Leeds in the summer. I think what's happened is that uh, he wants to go United. And United have come in and they've obviously ended up not closing the deal because of the fact that Ronaldo ended up staying in the summer. Um, But I imagine that they've told him to hang tight. And now with Ronaldo gone, I think they'll close that deal in Jan. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.